Welcome to the Three Things Podcast. This week we have Miss Lavelle, who is a burlesque dancer and the producer and host of the Cabaret Limerick. Uh, this week she's going to talk to us about three things to do with burlesque. Hi, Miss Lavelle. Hi. So, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where do you come from and what do you do? Where'd you go? <laughs> I am from Limerick. Yay. Well, I was born in London. And uh, in Wembley. And then I moved back here when I was 10. Uh, my mum's from Limerick. My dad's from Ackle Island. That's where the name comes from, Lavelle. People think it's, you know, something foreign and exotic, but uh, it's from Ackle. It's from Ackle. I'd wished. Do you know yourself? Yeah, and I've been living here ever since, since I was like 10. And how long have you been into burlesque? It's funny because I always get asked this question and I never really know where it's like stemmed or sparked from. But um, I've been like actively practicing burlesque since I was 21, 28 now. You do the math. That's <laughs> why so I'm a stripper. And um, uh, do you remember like what, what it was that first got you interested in it? I think it was because I was really pale. And, like, all the girls around me were fake tanning and I was never really into it. And then I was watching the Osbournes. Did you watch the Osbournes mm -hmm. when you are Yeah, top show. And um, it was um, Ozzy's birthday and they had Dita Von Tease. And um, I saw her performing and I was like, who is this person? She is amazing. And I looked her up and then that was it. I was like, yes, I'm doing that. That looks great. And so what is a burlesque dancer then? Well, um, I believe the the word um, burlesque was used kind of like how vaudeville is used as like an umbrella term for a show filled with humor. And then it kind of um, simmered down into being specifically uh, women who take their clothes off. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's basically an uh, old 1950s, even further back again, style of striptease. You set up your own cabaret. I sure did. Um, yeah. <laughs> what was it that inspired you to do that? Well, like no one else was doing it. So there was um, a little niche there, a little gap in the market. Plus, it's 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 what I do. <laughs> you know, it's what I enjoy doing as well. And I just thought, like, um, wouldn't it be great if Limerick had something like this? And um, I was very lucky to run into the lovely Leslie Leanne in uh dolan's actually was with the dirty circus which are a galway um cabaret and uh they were so kind to let me be a part of their show in dolan's and i met leslie ann backstage and she said she was doing these vintage fairs out in castle troy and that she'd love me to get involved and i was naturally like uh yeah sounds amazing and um, and then she moved into her own space down by Arthur's Key, Shayla Fab. And she was like, do you want to do a monthly cabaret show? I think it would be really good if we could get something like that off the ground. And wow. I was like, yeah, <laughs> sign me up. What was the uh, what was the reaction like in Limerick to uh, to your cabaret? Great. Amazing. People love it. Yeah, because uh, I suppose they're just kind of craving something different, you know, but it's technically something old school but 
Yeah, I'm just bringing it back. So uh, you've brought three things in for us today. Um, I have. I have them right here. <laughs> do you want to tell us what they are? Yeah, sure. So um, the first one is body image. The second one is liberation. That's a good one. Right? And the third is humor. Cool. Mm-hmm. So do you want to tell us about uh, body image first? Um, why did you choose body image? Well, I think it definitely goes hand in hand with burlesque because it's very much someone like the performer putting themselves out there for an audience and it's definitely what well, I feel the rawest form of like beauty uh, just right there in front of you like because I know in this day and age uh, with media like how it's just gone insane and it's just it's it's everywhere now we can't avoid it and it was the same back in the day you know with like pinups and things like that but it was a very unrealistic image of women mm-hmm. and um, what is like what makes a woman beautiful on a general consensus <laughs> so do you remember that that first time that you got up on stage how that felt yeah it was in london it was at like a graduation show with the burlesque company that i trained with burlesque baby <laughs> and um actually I, I i told my cousin if he would come along because you know uh he would be into that and um he brought my aunt <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, great. And um, th- the way they'd put me in the lineup as well, I was first. I was first out. Mm-hmm. So she didn't really have a chance to like get a feel for what Burlesque was or whatever. It was just straight in, no kissing. And uh, it, it actually came very naturally to me, though. I never... Because I've always been um, a person for the stage, so to speak. So um, it um, it actually, yeah, it came... Because it, it was so much fun... Things tend to look better and flow a bit more naturally when they're fun. Do you feel like your own um, uh, body image has changed since you started doing burlesque? Um, not really. I mean, it probably has more than I know. I've always been relatively confident because, I mean, she listen, you have to love the skin you're in, don't you? Mm. And I... Yeah, it definitely helps, though, and it, it it just makes you, like, here it is. You know, there's definitely been times, like, right before a gig where I mightn't be feeling, you know, the best and feeling like I look my best, but I have to do it anyway. So it's it's a great way of kind of pushing yourself to just being, like, m- like massive self-acceptance. Yeah. It's pretty well, good. It's once, healthy. Once you're up there on stage and... Uh, yeah, uh, almost in the nip. It's uh, hard to be um, shy, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's one thing I'm definitely not. Yeah, um, sometimes. All right, so let's move on to thing two. Um, sure. So, liberation. What does liberation mean to you? Well, I suppose it's more so the feeling you get when you're up there because, you know, you're commanding a room you're putting yourself out there quite literally and 
you're just like, hey world, here it is. Um, let's hope you like it, you know. And But then to hear an audience, you know, go nuts and applause and yeah, it's uh, it's very liberating. But I suppose I chose that word like obviously firstly because of how you feel performing but also because for women like burlesque is a huge like not a finger to society but pretty much it's like a finger to it's society. a it's a pretty big finger or you know some tassels <laughs> so to, to society you know? but um yeah because we we somehow got lost in translation and it became okay to shame women for their bodies like maybe with the the influence of religion but i feel like you can never dictate to a woman and this is a dita von T's quote you can never dictate to a woman what makes her feel sexy mm -hmm. or feel good or just good about herself or her body like you know some women feel like how i feel on stage they feel about like putting on a three-piece suit and going into a you know a meeting room and bossing it you know like it's just you can't really dictate to women and uh yeah so we've come a long way from not being able to expose our ankles <laughs> so burlesque is kind of uh, there's, there's a bit of protest in it as well yeah you could say that you could say that i think um it's uh It's definitely a fun way to protest, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, I think uh, people tend to enjoy it. Do you feel powerful on stage, or do you feel um, yeah. yeah caught in the moment, or which is it? Yeah, oh, it's very in the moment. Obviously, you have like the nerves that come along with it, like please don't let me fall on my face <laughs> or lose a tassel. That's always nerve wracking. Have you ever lost a tassel? No, don't jinx me. <laughs> But no, never. We're talking about nipple tassels. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Or ass tassels, you know, whatever. Or ass tassels. Whatever you use. <laughs> But uh, no, never, not yet, thank God. I always have to have a little sneaky check before we do the reveal, you know, like, because mm -hmm. I, I do fear that. Also, like, I don't know what the nudity laws are in Ireland. Mm -hmm. Are are there any? I, I don't know. I'd have to double check. <laughs> I have no idea. What's the difference between um, burlesque and stripping? Actually, I wrote my thesis on this, <laughs> so maybe you can read it sometime. No, I don't know where that thing is. Gathering dust, I believe. Um, yeah, uh, I think, uh, actually, I have knowledge in both worlds because as a uh, bit of a field studies, um, I went to a regular strip club in London, the Spearmint Rhino, mm -hmm. and um Yeah, I just wanted to see what the differences were, like how it felt for me personally, what the audience was like, and just like the overall dynamic of the two. And basically, they're the same, but different, very different in the sense that burlesque is very personal and like a, a you have to come up with a an act i mean not really i mean so you could just like have any costume but it would be a costume that you made or bought or it's your favorite color or 
there's a theme to it, you know, like yeah. some girls go really in on the themes, you know, and um, there's a lot, a bit more artistry to it. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot more, <laughs> to be honest. And uh, and you get the money up front, which is, <laughs> which is always a plus. And um, there's definitely a more humor and uh, more of a tease aspect. Whereas with uh, regular neon stripping, it's... Um, it's kind of, there's still a slight element of tease but not really because everyone knows it's all it's gonna go there and they're gonna see everything eventually because that's what they're there for mm-hmm. you know what i mean like that's what the building is there for and um like uh the the audience varies massively as well just the whole vibe of um stripping in a strip club versus in a burlesque show so um, like the audience is pretty what kind of people come to burlesque um it's actually a lot of women which is great and then like uh just groups of friends and um gay people you know they love it and uh so but, but like cabaret and burlesque like in that world because you know obviously we work with drag queens and transgender queens as well so like there's always room for everyone and anyone mm-hmm. so there's definitely a a massively like accepting vibe you mm-hmm. know there's a very like um just a, a very supportive vibe whereas in a strip club not so much <laughs> would you say that um stripping could also be liberating or yeah it actually it felt if like just for me personally like it felt um pretty awesome i remember it feeling quite cool but I don't know because I didn't do it long enough either. You know what I mean? Like it might be a different story if it was a regular, regular gig for me, mm-hmm. you know? So, but like the women who were regulars there and working there for years seem to love it. So, I mean, it varies. Everyone's experience varies. Also, why they might be there, the reasoning behind being there it would vary as well. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you were saying there's uh, different types of performers at uh, at your cabaret. Um, so, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so it's um, it's definitely a variety show. So I'll always try and have like uh, burlesque, uh, boylesque, which is male strippers, uh, a drag act, comedy, uh, magic. It's always great to have magicians, and yeah, just. Um, a variation of things. I have a, a guy called um, Benoit Vibes, or he's going by MC Notton now as well. And um, he does a really cool set with um, a loop pedal. And he just like uses nothing but his voice to create like seriously sick tracks. And um, the audience loves it. They eat it right up. So So it varies. You know, we do keep on the old school vaudeville style but then i'm open to having new acts in there as well of course Mm -hmm. self-expression when you do burlesque you feel sexy right sure like i said earlier like nobody can dictate to a woman what makes her feel sexy and maybe somewhere along the lines it gets blurred too with like um like people could see it as arrogance or you know, being vain, but really it's just, if that's how that woman wants to celebrate her body, 
when it's you know in its top form <laughs> as well because you know you only live once and you only have the one body ever mm-hmm. so i mean who's to dictate how you use it or how you uh, express yourself with it so uh, let's talk about the your third thing um so what's your third thing today humor humor mm-hmm. and where does humor come into burlesque um well it's in the name basically I'm pretty sure the term means to make fun and to like jest about things. Um so it's it's very important to not take ourselves so seriously. Uh, the world is a very serious. Very place. serious and kind of scary. I mean it always was, but like now with media and whatever else like it's uh it's uh it's pretty serious and but I think when when there's humor naturally what comes with it is like like caring for one another you know compassion mm-hmm. you know comes yeah. along with with humor so it's very important mm, humor is a very powerful way of um expressing more serious ideas or sure. communicating exactly that's uh that reminds me of my own podcast Mm-hmm. actually <laughs> which is going to be called uh, cabaret counseling which is on that vibe of finding a very humorous approach to like subjects that would normally be taboo like suicide grief depression anxiety why your boss is an asshole mm-hmm. you know all all the good stuff all so, the juicy stuff yeah all the juicy stuff so i, I think it's important to talk about it cuz but mainly to laugh about it because like we all know that laughter is the best medicine and yet we rarely use it but i suppose everyone does but it's finding the power in it too and it's important how would you use humor then in a show like what what kind of humor would you use oh from start to finish <laughs> well i host the show and um you know i'll always prepare a few jokes a few one liners and uh it's uh it definitely relaxes the audience too because some people for a lot of them it's their first time ever seeing a cabaret show or a burlesque show so they don't really know what to expect or if it'll be serious you know but like f- from seeing me perform and host from the start it certainly isn't pardon me <laughs> Did you just burp? Nuts. <laughs> yeah, I eat, you know, contrary to most dancers, like mm. I eat a lot. Mm. No, um what was my point? <laughs> um using comedy to connect oh, yeah. with the audience. Yeah. Oh yeah, it really relaxes them, mm. I think. Uh which is important. Is there much audience interaction in your shows? Um yeah, there's quite a bit actually cuz um I like uh I like the the improv humor and the like the raw comedy by just meeting someone for the first time in the microphone <laughs> and um it really makes them feel involved but from a safe distance cuz i'm up in their face you know mm-hmm. and um yeah we do like we do small games as well like um we have um a bucket every show that we collect for Pieta House which is a local suicide prevention and aftercare charity. And um, we have 
three people or whoever is up for it to come on stage and do a bit of a, a sexy dance or strip tease themselves um, while putting money in the bucket. And um, they get a free shot, you know, after it. Yeah, you know, I we're mean, generous. It's, it's like worth that. It, yeah. yeah, so worth it. And, you know, people have done a lot worse for a shot <laughs> for free alcohol. And um, yeah, they, they seem to really love it. And it really gets everyone relaxed, the humor of mm. it. And why did you decide uh, Peter House? Um, well, it's uh, it's definitely uh, a big thing in Limerick at the moment. It probably is the same around Ireland as well. But um, yeah, suicide. It, it, just the the numbers seem to skyrocket the past few years, and um, and uh, my sister, my sister died of suicide. So um, it's definitely a, 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 a charity that's close to my own heart. But I'm sure everyone can relate or is connected somehow by one or two people that they've, you know, lost someone or missed someone mm. by suicide. But mainly because maybe we didn't have the best mental health um like care in Ireland for a long time and it's kind of only now starting to really up the ante a bit so I think um originally I was I was just collecting for um three shows and then I thought to myself like why not have it at every show like why not so yeah so going forward like anytime I put on a show I'll have a bucket there for Peter House nice mm. so it's using using burlesque as a force of good. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Mm. For, yeah, for a very, very wealthy cause. Mm. Yeah. And do you find, uh, do you find because you're, you, you know, if someone asks you what you do, you, know, they, you say burlesque, do, do you find you get put into a box at all? Yeah. What? And it's usually the easy box. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> no, um, yeah, some people might think that you're like... Some guys are usually like, oh, and this, if I had a euro, I'm sure my fellow burlesquers um, know what I'm talking about. But if I had a euro for every time I've heard, um, oh, yeah, yeah, do you, uh, do you do private shows? <laughs> <laughs> if I had a euro, man, I'd be a millionaire. Yeah. But uh, yes, um, the, the general reaction, though, is, is, is grand. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've, luckily, I've never experienced any prejudice or anyone you know judging me and put me down but maybe they're just not doing it to my face <laughs> but that's fine talk all they want but um yeah no I've actually been quite lucky people are quite like fine with it mm-hmm. they they find it fun mm-hmm. you know so uh th- that's your three things uh sure is. we talked about body image liberation mm-hmm. and humor um uh, is there anything else that you'd like to add maybe to somebody who's thinking about trying out burlesque? Oh, yeah. Um, do it. Go for it. And um, be patient with yourself because developing your act and your style takes takes years. takes a very long time. I'm still figuring things out, you know, and I've been doing it a while. You know, put the feelers out too. Get, like, immerse yourself in the community. Support others and... Um, and then, then in turn, support yourself. Is there a supportive community that out there? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Yeah, it's quite close-knit, and everyone is um, has each other's backs, you know? That's cool. Like, I'm sure people bump heads every now and again, but that's just business. That's just showbiz, kid, you know? 
So, but overall, um, great vibes. Really good. Great. All right. So thanks very much for uh, coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Where can we find you? Where can you find me? In Limerick City. Limerick City, kid. kid. Yeah. In uh, 1314, which is uh, on Cecil Street, attached Mm. to Flannery's Bar. March 14th. March 14th. Yes. March 14th in 1314. uh, Cecil Street, Limerick City, kid. Uh, It's a beautiful venue uh, and a fantastic show. And uh, my lessons, you can follow me on Instagram, Miss underscore Lavelle, or Miss Lavelle on Facebook, or The Cabaret Limerick on Facebook, or The Cabaret Limerick on Instagram. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Straight from Limerick, that was episode two of Three Things. I'm your host, George Hooker. I want to thank everybody for the great reaction to episode one. Next week, we're going to be talking to Maureen Taylor who's CEO and co-founder of SMP Communications. Her theme is Thinking Like a Founder, and her three things are communication, the founder mindset, and improv. It's going to be a really great episode, so see you then, and thanks for listening.